we forget you're now listening to broadcasting from edinburgh scotland across the globe you're listening to hattrick and ramsey unleashed the people's podcast here to rock the podcast world Hello and welcome to another the Hattrick and Rams Unleashed podcast. Uh, our previous podcast is done by our analyst, Jonathan Sutherland. Um, so thank you for that, Jonathan, for doing that. Uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing our f- next podcast soon by John when he has his schedule uh, mapped out for him. Uh, if he is quite busy with the work. Also, he's been doing a lot of renovations on his house as well uh, up near Edinburgh while he has moved down south to London. So anyway, thank you for that, Jonathan. Um, hope you're doing well. But anyway, it's the Ramsey in the hot seat here to talk about uh, today, which is the 11th of the 11th, 2015. The 11th day, 11th hour of when the war ended, when we won. So, lest we forget, it is time to, the day we remember and think about it, what happened and that I am sitting here right now because of the people who gave up their lives for us, who battled, who people who died for the ones who actually survived, who had many injuries as well, are still alive just today, and for the ones who are left, you say thank you, because in this day and age, if we had not won the war, I say to all you people out there, for the younger generation who bitch and moan, who don't understand it, who people who moan about wearing the poppy or it's offensive, you might offend somebody because of these high-vis twats, idiots, who think it's a health and safety risk of wearing a poppy, there are companies that are refusing to wear poppies. Just think about it. You would not be standing where you are right now your parents would not be standing where you, where they are right now. It would not exist because if we were to be born and it was the plan, we'd probably all be winning the swastika. We'd be under German rule, not democratically free. Free country, free speech. Yes, so have a, a good think about that if you're listening to this podcast. For all the people who, every year, there's always controversy regarding the poppy. Ten, twenty years ago, there was absolutely nothing, no hassle. People would go and buy a poppy whether they want to wear one or not. But all the all this PR, PC crap that has been coming up because over something, which is simply to remember why we're sitting here right now, why you're on the, why you're at this stage in this part of your life, the generation we're at. Because the people, like your great, your grandpa or your great grandpa, fought in the world wars to keep Britain free from Hitler at the time. So if you think about it, and you don't understand it, go to, go to a war museum and think about why you're actually here. So as we remember those who fought on the battlefields, who gave up their lives for us to give us freedom, we say thank you, because that is 
something we need to be thankful every year and it will continue going down the road to be thankful that we remember those who were lost on the battlefield to give us freedom and we're grateful. I, I met myself in the past when I was younger, I didn't think much of it. Uh, I was a bit maybe critical, but as you get older you, you learn. You learn to understand what was at stake. You learn to understand what people chose to put their lives on the line for us. So thank you. But it's time we got these high-vis idiots, these companies who mourn about banning people wearing poppies. Companies, businesses, KFC, uh, use your loaf. Come on, you know this happens every year. Same time, same same place, all over the UK. Why don't you provide uniforms for your staff with either embroidered or stick, stuck on poppies? Give the people the option to wear them if they would like to. Even footballers as well, the recent controversy of the, the, one of the footballers uh, who uh, wouldn't wear one and was getting booed. Why don't you just... Is, Personal choice. If you want to wear one, great. If you don't, hey. But it doesn't mean you you, can't, you don't support what's the, the day, the Veterans Day. And I think we need to be doing more to support this and stop faffing around with these PC yogurt knitting open-toes sandals idiots in the high-vis jackets who bitch and moan about this, who can complain and say it's offensive or asking people to take off your poppy, you might offend somebody. So who are we going to offend? Who are we going to offend over a poppy? It is to respect the fallen. If you don't like it, tough titties. Get on a plane and ship out. Fit in, ship out. If you don't like the way Britain does things, leave. Get Find your nearest rubber dinghy, find your nearest boat to your plane, whatever way you want to get out of here. Bye. If you don't like it, get out. Simple. So, as we remember the fallen, we say thank you again. And let's go to our next story, which is going to be about tampon tax. Tampon tax, which seems to be winning the battle regarding the ladies who deal with it to other periods. So let's have a quick commercial break uh, from our sponsors. And we'll maybe get some music probably in later in the show, if I can fit it in. But we will do that. But thank you. Um, for it's good to be back on that show on the podcast. I've been listening to John Gaunt's Talk to Me Radio. Um, it's been fun. So anyway, let's have a quick break, and I'll come back just so I can get my get myself composed for the podcast show to entertain the ladies and gentlemen of Scotland and across the globe. Anyway, I'll be back in a minute for our commercial break. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. Up, it's your boy Relevision, host of Five Mics Radio, Fridays at 11:30, live from New York. Shout out to the Hattrick and Ramsey podcast. Hey. 
This is yours truly, Black Caesar Rex of the Sea Pirate Network. And when I'm not out here listening to Hadrick and Ramsey, we're broadcasting out on the Sea Pirate Network, www.iko.haaf. We're looking forward to having the Hatrick and Ramsey podcast up on the channel on our network. So, Black Caesar X, I'm out. Hi, welcome back after that commercial break. So, we're going to talk about tampon sex. It's been in the news. Um, why should women have to pay tax on sanitary products? They shouldn't, simple fact is... Over the, over the years, women, once a month, go through the process of having their, their time of the month, their periods, which which they have, can be very mostly painful for some women, and also be very, um, make them in, give them cramps and bad stomachs and things, area, especially when they're leading up to the, of, of the time of the month. It's also that uh, Jeremy Corbyn and also Nigel Farage have uh, stated that women should not have to pay tax on sanitary products. The sanitary tax should be abolished and should be stopped. Um, recently, we have women protesting, protesting outside of the parliament and actually bleeding out. So we're reading a story in the Daily Mail just a couple of days ago. It has been so, uh, running for a few weeks. And it's kind of gathering pace. story is two women free bled outside the Houses of Parliament while wearing white trousers in protest over tampon tax. Charlie Edge from Berwickshire organised the protest outside Parliament. She refused to wear sanitary products to protest against tax on them, received abuse and was told to get a job as well as called unhygienic. Two women stood outside the Houses of Parliament free bleeding while wearing white trousers in protest over VAT on tampons. Charlie Edge from Berkshire organised a graphic campaign against the 5% tax that is included in all sanitary products which are considered luxury items. Miss Edge said she had Ruth Horth, uh, yeah, Horth um, was showing just how luxury tampons are uh, for uh, foregoing them, sorry, foregoing them during the protest, which is she received abuse outside Whitehall. Now, Miss Edge, who was also raising money for women's shelters, wrote on Facebook, Today I am foregoing tampons and pads outside the Houses of Parliament to show how luxury tampons are really, really are. We are also raising money for buy tampons for homeless shelters, women's shelters and the refugee crisis. We're getting lots of dirty looks and someone just shouted at us to get a job. But everyone keeps saying, ha ha, OMG, how quickly would it be, how could it, how quickly would we get free tampons if everyone stopped wearing them? So I'm going to get, give it a go. Taxis are necessary, I get it, but so are tampons and pads. Miss um, Edge said it is contra- contradictory that non-essential items that are deemed luxury items such as Jaffa cakes, edible cake decorations, exotic meats are not taxed. And also that maternity pads are taxed, while incontinence pads are not. She wrote on Facebook, we had enough. Maybe bleeding on their doorstep will get the Tories to do something about this. Her status has been liked more than 20,000 times, while it was shared 15,000. Miss Edge uh, held up a sign which read, periods are not a luxury, and another which read, no uterus, no opinion. A quote from character Rachel Green from US sitcom Friends. 
Research suggests that some women fork out up to 18 grand across the lifetime to purchase pr uh, products used for periods. Miss Edge, Miss Edge had many supporters commenting on the Facebook status. One wrote, "You continue to be one of the most inspiring people I've ever met. This is incredibly brave, and I'm proud of you." So. Are you with this or are you against it? I'm guessing you're probably with it because I think there should not be tax on women's sanitary products. They have this once a month for basically for 12 months a year and obviously it's I think probably an inconvenience. It's not as natural. It's part of the, their body process. It's something that can't be helped. So why are, we, why are they getting taxed? Uh, as, she's, as she's right in saying, incontinence pads, they're not taxed. So why are sanitary products in a similar... There are a similar product in continence bags. They stop leakage. They stop uh, women causing mess um, as and having embarrassing moments. So, hey, I obviously will not understand what it's like to have a period because I'm a man. So, uh, just uh, stating the obvious there. But anyway, just to carry on with the story, another posted is you're saying something so important. One man posted it is sl slightly gross, but uh, totally understand why. They're absolutely not a luxury, but one man criticised Miss Edge. He wrote it was minging and asked she why she couldn't have a, a normal protest. Miss Edge fired back in the, uh, at those who said it was unhygienic. She posted, I've got baby wipes, tampons and clean clothes in my bag. So there we go. So obviously there's a lot of Muppetly trolls out there who just obviously can't understand why she's actually protesting. And realise that, well, yes... There is a there's tampon tax and it shouldn't be on. So, what's your view? Do you agree with her or do you, are you against it? What's your thoughts on this? Um, was her protest a little bit too extreme or was it? Yes, it was right and stating a fact that this is obviously by not wearing a tampon and bleeding out. Uh, this would be the problem. What would happen? So, uh, what if you are, have your opinion? Please email us at hatrickandramsey at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear your views on this. Uh, or please spread the word, share the podcast, and give us your views. Uh, rate the podcast if you enjoy it. Please do. Um, give us five gold stars on iTunes. That would be fantastic. And, uh, yeah, so give us your view on tampon tax. What do you think about it? Is it a disgrace? Why are, we being, why are they being charged uh, for that 5%? Which, why don't they just stick with 5% on something else? Here, you can have your taxless free tampons, or why don't they give them free or do you have an allowance that you can have free tampons every month or for, or every year save them money which might balance the whole purpose out you never know but hey wait to see wait and see on that one so my next story that i'm going to talk about as we know it is now coming up to christmas uh all the christmas lights around areas are being switched on uh you've now got your winter festival areas that are being set up also got your see what is you call the Winterville Winterland. You've got your Christmas your seasons greetings. So, what would you rather buy a Christmas card on? Christmas greet with say Merry Christmas on it or seasons greetings? Why are they calling these winter festivals Wintervilles when it's not winter? It's Christmas. What do you? Are they trying to say? Well, are they saying it's offending people? Oh, we're going to have it Winterville. Happy holidays, because it's American. Happy holidays? It's not happy holidays. It's many blooming Christmas. It's many Christmas. You don't like it? Tough. The whole, whether you are religious or you have a faith or you don't know, don't believe anything, it's Christmas. The many Christmas is about Jesus. 
the baby Jesus, if you agree with that or don't agree with it, whether you believe it or not, yes, it's about Jesus. The, the baby Jesus in a, in, in a manger being born on Christmas Day. That is what it's about. Whether you like it or not, it is Merry Christmas. But oh no, let's all call it Seasons Greetings. Let's call it Winterville. So we can't, it might offend people. It might offend Muslims. It might offend other people. It might offend of other religions. It's about Christmas. It's Merry Christmas. It's about baby Jesus. If you don't like it, it's not offending anybody. All these high-vis, politically correct twats, assholes, idiots, muppets, plonkers out there in their high-vis jackets. All these people, ah, I've got diversity. Can't call it Merry Christmas. Got just in case you offend people, you know what I mean? All these idiots who sit, do bugger all, pen, pen push on a desk and think they know how they can tell people what offends what is what offends people. I'm sorry, it's actually almost offensive to pre- presume to these people that you think this offends them. It's like you're sort of typical Europe, EU, European Union Muppets thinking, dictating to people, saying, oh, we can't call it this, it might offend you. How do you know what offends me? How do you know what offends them? So I say, Merry Christmas when it comes to it. Do you know, if I was to get a card that says Seasons Greetings or Happy Holidays, we're going to bin. And you tear it up and say, no, it's Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, that's what it's about. It's Christmas time. Stuff these politically correct winter vills. It's Christmas. And these snow polar bears and sweets, it's all about polar bears and penguins. It's not about penguins and polar bears, it's about bloody Christmas. For a flip's sake, wake up. Smell the coffee, it's about Christmas. And if you haven't realised that, these politically correct uh, yoghurt knitting, open-toed sandal idiots out there don't realise that it is Christmas. And it's nothing to do with Winterville, it's all this rubbish. And I'll tell you something, and it's about time these guys got a slap, metaphor- somebody went round with metaphorically, with a baseball bat, and gave them a good beating. They might enjoy it, because you know what they like, they typical... These councils are a bunch of clowns. But anyway, give us your opinion. Um, um, email us, hatrickandramsey at gmail.com. Is it, what do you prefer, season greetings or Merry Christmas? Do you feel offended by that? Give us your opinion and let us know what your thoughts are. This show is brought to you by edinburghdusters.com and ideasgoinglive.com. Okay, I'm back after that wee break for a word from our sponsors. Um, yes. So, Thoris has got her new single out, finally, it is out, Sax. So what do you think of it? What is your verdict of her new song? Now, I was giving my opinion, I think it's a good song. It's the chorus of it is upbeat, it's good, there's a, a little bit of rap in it. But my only criticism, my only criticism of the song, is too, it is too short. Now, I think... There could be more content to the song, I think. That is my opinion, I think that. And I know that she's worked extremely hard on this, and she's worked extremely hard on her album. On my personal I think it's just too... If you listen to it, she just repeats what she's already sung. And I think that's the problem with, I think, music these days, that there is two... They're just like kind of almost one chorus, and it's just repeated several times to make up the three or four minutes of what the track is. And I believe, yes... She's worked very hard on it, but I think in the modern day these days that contents of song and meaning of songs, it lacks. Now, 
nothing against song. It's good. Um, and I think I hope and I do wish her all the success. You know, but this is just my constructive criticism. Now it's good for a singer to get constructive criticism on their product, whether it's a product that you're selling or how you perform and what you do, whether it's cleaning or any type of business. She's in the music industry. She's in the music business. The reason why we're giving, if people give her critique, criticize her, not to hurt her, but to help make her better. This is her first single. Yes, it's her debut single. So, this will be the intre- the step, the the movement going forward. When her album comes out in a few weeks' time, that will be the next stage of what uh, what people will to critique her and say, "This is your album. Yeah, it's good." And how obviously people who buy this will prove how successful she is. She's got a lot of fans. She's got a lot of friend people on Facebook. A lot of support. She does constantly updating her social media regarding her music and uh, updating people, asking questions, etc., uh, etc. Et so I probably say, yes, it's, it's the first step, and she has got a long way to go. This is, in this industry, if your music's good, you either sink or swim. If it's good, you will go afar, you'll create, do more albums, if your album's successful, you can start winning awards for it, etc. If it comes number one, and the album chart, as well as your track becomes the number one in the singles chart, etc., etc., etc. And if it's not, if it flops, well, that's the brutal part of the industry, of music. It's not easy. And she, I would hate to think this would be, this it, anything like that would happen to Fleur East, because she has been working her socks off in the gym, she's been pounding the hurt, she's been muscles like flipping bricks, um, she's been working extremely hard and Huey Phillips should be f- training for a fight against Ronda Rousey at this rate and I wish her all the best for her music I would support her, I think she's very good and I did think in the previous the previous podcast I talked about I do think she should have won X Factor but that was not meant to be um, so I think I w- we give her support you can do it Floreese, you can do it your music is very very good um, your, your attitude, your positive um, but I just hope, for me, I wish, do a song with more content, I think. That's just my opinion, whether you take that on board or not. If you ever listen to this podcast and you take that on board, please, uh, yeah, please do take on board. Uh, obviously, you're gonna, you've got your work, working with Simon Cowell. Um, obviously, he's like kind of the, almost the, one of the masters uh, these days. So he, I'm sure you'll, you've got perfect, perfectly great advice from the people you're working with and well the your fans are going to be giving is that they're they're your people who are buying your music so technically the, the people we're, we're giving you advice so you need to be able to uh, taking our advice is probably a good thing as well but maybe take it under advisement as to your bosses you know, simon and etc and see what they think because the whole thing is for you to develop and go forward but anyway if you haven't bought it please buy it i have bought it it's on itunes you can get her music sax so what do you think of her X Factor performance on the Saturday? Did you see it? I uh, did see it, though. She, well, very good. Legs 11, I have to say. Her legs were shiny, man. She was looking fit. Uh, looking good. Her hair was looking, wow. She was looking looking the, the biz on Saturday in the X Factor. Best performance for a while, they were saying. So, congratulations, Fleur, on the performance. Well done. Uh, obviously, keep working at it. Uh, I'll share this link. You can hopefully you'll listen to our podcast, and if you like it, great. If you don't, hey, uh, you don't have to listen to it. Might might help you sleep in the plane and you, as you're traveling. You can cure for insomnia, just in case you're like feeling a bit knackered. We can help you sleep. Sleep tight. 
Oh, yes, we'll see. Anyway, oh, yeah, I'll just stop there, you know what I mean? But anyway, if you haven't bought Fleur's single, go and buy it. Uh, give, it the, give her support. Let's just support her anyway. Whether you like the song or hate the song, hey, just support her. She's an artist. She's new to the business. She's only been a year, and she's got a long way to go. So let's just keep the Fleur, the Fleur East fight going, okay? So I think let's bring some music. We've got some music from uh, Jazz Miller I'm going to play. I'm going to play one of his songs. He's got he's very good, bit of a kind of saxophone type music, so I think it coincides with just me talking about Fleur East. So um, we're just going to bring on some music from Jazz Miller and have a wee listen, and then we'll come back with our next story.
welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that wee bit of music from Jazz Miller. So, I'm going to talk about our next story. It's quite interesting. It's quite funny as well, actually. It's certainly quite interesting. Our next story is that in Indonesia, they're going to be putting, dumping drug criminals onto a crocodile-infested island to fend for themselves. Now, <laughs> if that doesn't make you want to stop taking drugs, hey, what will? Um... Hardline anti-drug chief has begun a tour of Southeast Asia to find the fiercest crocodiles to threaten drug convicts with. Indonesia, police chief Bodhi uh, Waseso, can't even pronounce that, but hey, wants to use the powerful reptiles to guard death row prisoners on an isolated Indonesian island because they cannot be bribed. <laughs> well, certainly you're not going to piss off a cro crocodile, are you? So, especially if you've got it, you're on an island and it's infested with them and you've got to survive. Um, certainly if you get eaten by one, well, <laughs> game over. Um, Mr. Wasesu's Mr. Uh, prison idea would inquire inmates to fend for themselves with only, with only daily food parcels to help them survive on the island. He added... Humans were far more corruptible than an ancient river predator. Uh, the police chief, the police chief um, set out plans to have drug traffickers eat their drugs and die by overdose. Um, the drug, the drugs are the drug, drugs are explained. Uh, we are, we will place as many crocodiles as we can there. I will search for the most ferocious type of crocodile. You can't bribe crocodiles. You can't convince them to let inmates escape. Uh, we will keep sending the prisoners food supplies uh, every day, but they have to survive on their own. If a drug dealer were to be mauled by crocodiles, it is not a human rights violation. Unlike if the, pr the person was shot and killed by authorities, as we can be blamed for violating human rights. The prison plan is still in the very, is well, still in the early stages, and the location of the jail has yet to be cited. It is hoped that by <laughs> separating the drug convicts from regular prisoners, the country uh, could block a major avenue of illegal trade. Well, I tell you, if, if it's going to stop illegal trade and drug trafficking and etc. etc., hey, that's one way of sort of changes. One way of ch if you're on an island, basically full of crocodiles, the fiercest yet. Wow, you're going to change your life quite quickly. Um, or simple fact is you're going to become lunch, dinner, and maybe breakfast as well on the next again day. Uh, Indonesia already has the toughest anti-drug laws in the world, including death by firing squad for traffickers. The country sparked international outrage earlier this year when it executed seven foreign drug convicts, including Australians Andrew Chan and uh, Muran Sakumaran. Despite the brutal crackdown, Indonesia's prison system is still flooded with drugs. Inmates and jail officials are regularly arrested for narcotics offences and pre uh, President Yoko Widodo recently said the, uh, the country was fighting a national emergency, emergency with drug use. Last week the police chief hit the headlines for another extreme proposal by de of dealing with convicted drug traffickers. He set out plans to have a drug traffickers eat their, with drugs, uh, eat their drugs, that's what I'm trying to say, my teeth in, as punishment to have them die by self-inflicted overdose. He said it's better if the traffickers get rid of the drugs 
they can eat the drugs so they regret their actions. Their actions destroy the young ger young generation. Well, I have to agree with this guy. Do you agree with him? Do you agree th of this kind of um, action for drug traffickers? I think, well, hey, these guys are destroying young people's lives. They are selling the drugs to kids. Uh, they're trafficking drugs. They're not doing anybody any favours. Uh, and it's spiralling out of control. So if there's only way to eradicate drugs in Indonesia and to stop the trying to put some sort of halt to it, which you probably may never, is, hey, you're going crocodile hunting. In fact, you're going to be hunted by crocodiles, personally. And uh, if you, the only way to stop you taking your drug trafficking is you're going to take your own damn drugs. So I think, personally, that is probably a good idea. And if it's going to stop the process, hey, great. Uh, you got, it's time to go snappy snappy but anyway so that's the uh, last one <laughs> interesting story uh, Indonesia so maybe we should do that here um, with all the but we, people were too sorry, were too soft in this country we're a backbone of an amoeba because we couldn't uh, we should send to an island all the half the idiots and the people who uh, break the law uh, even should maybe uh, the paedophile ring in the establishment we said you gonna you, you got a choice you you, you talk are you going to go to Crocodile Island? Your choice. And the chances of you coming back, well, could be quite slim. So, that's it. Another podcast done. Uh, I sort of partly recorded this yesterday, but I kind of got a bit late to finish it, so hence the reason I'm doing it, finishing it off tonight, which is a Thursday, a day after the Remembrance Day. But, so what breaking news, what's been happening? Well, not much is going on in the news. Uh, to be honest with you, David Cameron, well... He's kind of pissed off that he's all the cuts that his own government have made on his own constituency. So, well, it's kind of serves you right, Mr. Cameron. You kind of shot yourself in the foot there. Well, you're going to make the cuts. Your own blinking constituency is going to suffer. So I bet I think you feel a bit of a plonker there, then, don't you, uh, David? When you've got Mr. Corbyn, who certainly recently was saying that did Corbyn bow at the cenotaph uh, on the over the weekend? Well, he made a sort of head bow. He did bow. Um, but hey, people pick up on these stupid things, uh, and it's all daft. So, but hey, and recent updates: we've got EU um, in and out campaign. If you're against the uh, the Britain being in the EU and you want us out, I want EU, I want us out of the EU because that would just be great. So, because I'm fed up paying fifty odd million quid a day just to um, fill the pockets of Angela Merkel and her Muppets Muppet Court. Uh, Muppet Court, Muppet, Muppet Parliament, I was trying to say, uh, and all the daft decisions they are making in running our country. So I think it's time to get out of the EU, and the sooner the blinking better. So anyway, thank you for listening to another edition to the Hatrick Ramsey podcast. We will have more coming up soon. I just want to shout out to our fellow kind of podcasters, uh, Black Caesar, who is a great supporter of us. Uh, also, we've got Kevin Scullion, the guy, a fellow Scotsman, who does podcasting, does tour, about tours. So I want to thank you for all these people who are out there and the in, the people who we share the, our passion of talking to the world about our stuff. But anyway, till next time, people. Uh, your next podcast will be for myself. Uh, I'm hoping to do a couple of interviews lined up. Just got to get the time... The, should I say the time the time zones because uh, one person is eight hours one person is five hours behind the UK so getting the time zones and fitting that in is a bit interesting but hey 
Till next time, till more music, and hopefully, as I say, to Floriste again, thank you for your new single, and to everyone else out there. Stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and bye bye now.